0: Hello, my friends. For many people, financial stewardship isn't just about smart financial decisions. They also want to allocate their resources in a way that is consistent with their values and their religious principles. Revo Financial brings biblical wisdom to the financial planning and investment process. Whether planning for retirement or college, For a first-time home or special charitable or estate strategy, Revo Financial will come alongside you and help you define your financial goals and establish a plan to reach them. For more information or to set up a complimentary one-on-one appointment, visit RevoFinancial.com or call 918-336-7877. Revo Financial. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Northfield Radio Program with your host, Caleb Gordon. I want to say thank you to our friends at Outpost Coffee. We are loving this fabulous fall-like weather, and they have the perfect hot beverages to complete your day. Check them out at OutpostCoffeeCo.com. You won't regret it. Welcome to the Northfield Radio Program. I am your host, Caleb Gordon. So excited that you're along for the journey this week. So the world is uh, continuing to be just insane. Uh, We just finished up the presidential debate uh, this week. And wow, was it a doozy or what? Like, It seriously was one of the most intense um, things I've ever watched. I mean, here's the thing. I knew going in it was going to be a circus. Um, folks were just shocked and oh my gosh it was a circus last i mean 2016 the last go around trump threw a curveball he is not a politician he is 100 percent a business guy and just like that's this is who he is like and if you've ever been in the business world, business guys, especially alpha male business guys, man, they are, they're they're sharks and they go after people. Um, but I heard it, you know, I heard somebody say um, that, you, you know, this was his his strategy was to go in just crazy and expose Biden um, and, and get his base alienated from him, which he did. He got him to say he was, he's anti Green New Deal, uh, he he did several things that were very um, interesting, for sure. So it's just interesting times we live in. But uh, man, I just my my hope for us is this, and, and I I'm conservative in my po- my politics, uh, but I'm biblically conservative in my theology and in my hope and trust in Christ and my my whole thing is that Christ is sovereign like God is sovereign over all things he sees all things he knows all things it is not like it's not catching God by surprise who's running for president and how things are going he knew before the foundation of the world this season would come. He, he knew that ele- that uh, debate would go down the way it w- did. Um, uh, it, it wasn't. He's not shocked by those things. He, he's just not. Um, and this is what we need to hold fast to, is that Christ is on his throne, and he is drawing things to a conclusion. He's drawing things to his divine end. Like his plan has been set in motion. The scriptures say the end has been known from the beginning. Like it, it, we've got an appointment, and this thing, um, I, I firmly believe we're seeing birth pangs. Uh, I'm not the guy that's going to set dates and say, "Oh, here we go, it's time." I don't. I don't think we're there yet. We got We still got a lot. Of, we still got some time to do. Well, I. I say that prematurely, because I mean he could come before this radio broadcast is over with. Um, so there's that. But I just think there's there's too many things still in play that. Uh, we're, but we're seeing a, we're a furthering along the road, and I'll say this uh, today: we're closer to the Lord's return than we've ever been. <laughs> How about that? Uh, we're we're closer than we've ever been and we need to we need to understand that that his plans are his plans and the directions are his directions and we need to be just ever mindful ever vigilant to maintain the idea of he is the way the truth and the life and there's no one that comes to the father except through him period like that's that's it period so uh, my hope for us um, is that we as Christians, I mean we can be civil about this. Um, and I've made broadcasts before and I, and I stick by those that, that people that support the, the, the left. I, mean, I don't I'm not sure how they can be Christians and, and be uh, supporting the Democratic Party. Um, but we need to be charitable. We need to be people that are full of grace that are willing to um, extend grace to people because we've had grace extended to us um, and there may be people that just don't understand which I okay I I find that hard to believe in the world in which we live with the internet and with all the research you could do on things but i'm I'm being I'm trying to be charitable <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> the left has <laughs> the left has an agenda and it is an antichrist anti-biblical agenda and people say well no it's not Caleb there's no way that, that that's the truth that's no that can't be the case they they the left the liberal folks they love Jesus just as much as republicans well they can say that but the bible says if you love me obey me do what i tell you to do and I know that the Republican Party is not anywhere close, not even anywhere close to a Christian party. I get it, but I will say this, that the Republican Party leans more Christian, more Christian values, more biblical values than the left. Um, Let's take the stance on life. And everybody goes well here he goes well this this is the hill to die on abortion is the hill to die on Um, because this is my personal opinion i believe that god is judging america because we're killing babies we're killing the weakest among us and i believe god is judging america that we're That we're turning a blind eye as a as a nation. That's a problem. And here's the thing President Trump. He's doing everything that he can within his executive powers to lessen the effects Uh, spent millions and millions and millions on um, the born alive executive order where if a if a baby is born alive uh, after an abortion attempt. A botched abortion attempt. If that baby's born alive, they must do everything possible to save that child. Um, so that's that's a positive step. That's a that's a direction that is good. Um, the left isn't doing that. The left is 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 even further swinging to the left on um, this idea of abortion um they've gotten to the point where it's i mean if the baby comes out of the mother and they can lay it on a table and say mm, should we you don't have to keep it we can we can end its life i mean it's no longer in the womb well I mean, here's the thing it doesn't matter in the womb or out of the womb it's it's a it's a human being uh, you were a human being when you were, when you were in your mom's womb I was a human being when I was in my mother's womb. Period. Um, Psalms one thirty nine tells us that. And if you can stand and say, "Oh no, that's, that's not the truth. That's not the case," you are misinformed on the Bible and you cannot understand Scripture. You're you're blinded. If that is is that that's your stance, I'm telling you that <laughs> I I don't understand. How you can, this is the hill to die on. 60 million in America alone so far are dead because of that. Uh, in Oklahoma City, just this week, uh, just saw someone share a post. Um, they had an, a happy after abortion party, had blue balloons, and they wrote on them, it was in large letters, a boy. Happy abortion day. Happy abortion day. Like, that's in Oklahoma. That's not New York. That's not some liberal San Francisco. That's in Oklahoma. That we've got human beings that hate the consequences of their actions. And so what they do, rather than own up to them, they murder. What's That's... That sounds like James chapter 4. Hold on. Let's look at that. I just happen to have my Bible here. Let me grab it and pull open James 4. James four two. You desire and you do not have, so you murder. You desire. <laughs> you desire and you do not have, so you commit murder. There it is. When... A woman decides to have physical relationships with a man and, and that comes that's the consequence of what comes out of that relationship with a man instead of owning it and saying okay this is I'm going to take care of this baby um, 99.9% of abortions are due to it's a selfish motive there's no you know, oh, I've got to save the mother's life if we don't save the mother. And in those, here's the thing. In a case where it's I've got to save the mother's life, we I mean, a case-by-case basis on that one. But, man, 99.99% of abortions are lifestyle issues. They don't want to give up their lifestyle, they don't want to have to take care of a baby, they don't want to have to be responsible human beings, so rather than being responsible human beings, they kill the baby that's inside them. Guys, this is the hill to die on. The Republican Party, the Republican Party is a pro-life, it's a pro-life party. They're, they're They're taking steps to try to end abortion. So, I, I'm I lean Republican because of that. That's I, my hill to die on. Is that my hill? That's this is even more important than than gay marriage. It just is. That's a, that's a secondary issue to me, uh, because God created the marriage covenant, and we've you know as a culture thrown our faces. Uh, against him and say, no, God, I, I know you created marriage. I know you made human beings. I know you made male, female with all the plumbing parts that they have. And this is the way you've designed the marriage relationship. But you know what, God, I think you made a mistake. That's what we're saying. As a culture, that's what we're saying. God, you made a mistake. I'm going to do what I want to do. And it's now Katie Barr, the door. And so that's the second half of this thing is children are being murdered, infants, and now we've got pedophilia that's on the table. Like that's on the table now. And they're wanting to try to legalize that trash. That's on the table. Which I said was going to happen in 2015 when they legalized it. I said, hey man, five years from now, look out. I said that. And here we are five years later and it's, we're, we're, we're there. So this is the hill to die on guys. This is where we, we, we draw our swords and we say, okay, enough is enough. No more on this. No more. And we made, we, as Christians, we need to stand firm in this because life is precious and, 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 there is a political party in America that has a desire to want to see the ability to be to be able to to I mean look let how far out can we go with this? I mean if we're if we're if we're taking babies and we're killing the woman now now they're even taking the babies out laying in the laying them on the table just a few minutes after they're born and making a decision whether to end or in their lives or, or let them live? Like, how is that even a rational human thought when you see a tiny human being laying on a table and you go, hmm, I don't know. Should we let this baby live? Because their argument originally was, well, it, it couldn't survive outside the womb. Here's the thing. I, I can, we have friends who had a preemie, and that little girl is now... Oh, she's five, six years old now, and a contributing member, and absolutely one of the most adorable human beings on the planet. And the liberal left would have told you, well, that when she was born a preemie, well, we better just we better have that as an option to make sure you know have that, have abortion as an option. There was a decision that said, no, that life is precious. Press it. Precious, and we're going to fight to save that life. Like, guys, that's what we need to be doing is we need to be fighting to save babies. Like, I'm so proud of my son. He goes and he stands outside of the abortion clinics in Tulsa and pleads with the women to come in. Please come in to... Save the baby don't 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 go in, stay get back in your car, stay away from here, don't kill your babies and pleads with them. That's I mean that's what all Christians should be doing. That's what we should be doing is we should be pleading for the lives of small children because they're the weakest and they're the most vulnerable in our culture. I just I have four children. I have four. And watching all four of those babies grow up changing their diapers, doing the things that I do as did as a dad. Three of them now are teenagers, one's almost eleven. I just I don't understand how anyone can just say that this is a oh, this is a choice, it's not a it's not a life, it's a choice. Oh man, you are you're blinded by the enemy you're blinded by the enemy if you can okay you can be okay with that and i say that with every ounce of grace and compassion that i can because i'm pleading with you to repent like i am genuinely pleading with you to repent on this like do your homework make some time to spend in prayer and if Here's what I'm, I'll say. This is going to be hard. This is going to sound harsh, but I think you need to hear this. Go and take spend some time in prayer in your prayer closet and ask God. God, is this really the direction? Is this really the party you want me to stand on? the 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 liberal Democrat party is this the, really the party you want me to stand on? Because if it is, God, just give me direction. If He, if 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 somehow you hear the divine voice of the Lord and He tells you, yeah, support the Democratic Party." that's not Jesus Christ. It's just not. This is the hill to die on. It's not Jesus Christ that you're hearing. You're hearing something completely different. uh, And if it's not Jesus, it's Satan. The Democratic Party is a satanic party. There. That'll probably get me some emails. I can't I can't support it. And if you can say that you support the slaughter of children, I'm questioning your I'm questioning your salvation. There we go. Golly, it's a tough show. Because I think it's necessary because we need to pay attention to what's going on. The, like, the fight is real. And eternity, you're like, eternity. Are you going to be known for the guy, a woman that stood for life, or are you going to align yourself with a party that stood for death? Like, the Bible is very clear. Those that stand with death, read, read Proverbs. There's, there's verses all through Proverbs. Those that align themselves with death and and, and abomination, God hates, God despises those that that align themselves with that kind of stuff. Here's here's the answer. Repent. Repent. When you realize, oh my goodness, I've been backing a party, I've been backing a political world system that is anti-Christ, that is anti-Bible, that is anti-God. Like, that's serious stuff. Like, that is serious stuff you can repent jesus is willing and ready and able to forgive you you can't out sin the grace of god you you cannot god's grace is bigger than your sins and you have an an avenue and an advocate in jesus christ and this is where you repent. First John one nine tells us if you confess your sins, he is faithful and just to forgive you and to cleanse you from all of your unrighteousness. All of your unrighteousness. That's the lies, the theft, the murder. If you are hearing my voice and say, man, I've, I've had an abortion. God can forgive you and will forgive you. He is more than ready to forgive you but you have to be willing to you have to be willing to repent. You have to be willing to come to an end of yourself, slay your lay your pride down and no longer say no longer be prideful or arrogant. The scripture tells us that that God resists the proud. He resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Like you have an avenue and an advocate in Christ. This is the good news. This is what makes the good news so good is we are all in the midst of bad news. We've all sinned and we've all fallen short of the glory of God. But this is the beautiful thing is that we have an avenue and an advocate to be able to be forgiven. Romans chapter 9, or Romans chapter 10, 9 and 10. Listen to this. Yeah, I'm going to turn over to it and I want to because I want to read it verbatim. I don't want to just give you just the the sort of kind of version. I want to give you verbatim what the scripture says. Listen to this. But if you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth confession is made, and salvation it, it, you confess. One confesses and is saved. Like that's that's the gospel that you, you're, a, you're a sinful being and you deserve God's wrath. But God has offered an avenue. He has an avenue and an, av- and an advocate. His name is Jesus Christ. And he is the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through him. So I don't care what sin you've committed, the direction you've gone. If you're a murderer and you've heard this, if you're an adulterer and you're hearing this, if you are a, a, a person that is a glutton and you're hearing this, you're an arrogant, prideful person, haughty. I don't care what it is. God's grace is sufficient and it's present. And this, like, you can pray right this moment and just, there's no magic words. There's no magic incantation or prayer. It is a matter of the heart. And if you're convicted of your sins and you're hearing this broadcast and you're, you're convicted of your sins, you just stop and just say, God, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Forgive me of my sinfulness. Forgive me where I've, I've, I've lied or I've stolen or I've committed murder, where I've been hateful, where I've been mean, or I've been wicked. And here's the thing. This is where God can transform the heart. God changes our hearts from the, and he changes us from the inside out. He, he radically transforms the heart. And then as a result of the heart being transformed, we have a right relationship with God. Read Romans chapter 5. As a result of that, we're justified by faith. And we have access to the Father because of Jesus Christ. That's that's the key. That's the goal. That's the beauty. So it doesn't matter what... Poli- like, I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. You can find God's grace. Now, once you're in Christ, once you're in Christ, I want you guys to understand that we have to align ourselves... With a, with a, we have to align, we can't align ourselves with a political party that is anti Bible. Like in 2016, they made it part of their, their, their political platform that take God out. We're not, we're not one nation under God. We're not a Christian nation. We're not a Christian party. That's a problem. That's a problem. If you say you belong to Christ, you have to align yourself with a biblical worldview. Because if you're, if you're not aligning yourself with a biblical worldview, that's a problem. And like I said, the abortion issue is the hill to die on. Well, guys, I want us to take the time just to think about this and just pray and ask God to do a work in our lives. Because he will. If you repent, if you confess, he's faithful. He's just to forgive, to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And that's what I want. I want to see everyone. I want to, If you're in the sound of my voice, I want you to find Christ to be sufficient. I want you to know that he is more than sufficient and that, that you can find grace. You can find grace. I love you guys. Have a great week. This program has been brought to you by DSR, a technology company that has been investing in Bartles of the Families for over 35 years. DSR, we deliver technology.